What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, July 15th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside for the first time ever, Trisha Hirschberger. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me. Uh, this has been a long time coming. Yes, I feel totally like is. I have no idea when we met. It feels like forever ago, a lifetime ago. I was definitely way, way at IGN, like way young into my days at IGN when I met you. For sure. It may have been, uh, I'm trying to think back, one of our earliest conversations together was at a super early VidCon. Yikes. Yeah. It might have been, ago. but yeah, did you, you still were go to definitely Did you just do VidCon? IGN. I did not this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I um I actually haven't been in a few years. VidCon, I, as I get older and older, VidCon gets younger and younger. Well, it's so <laughs> funny to try to explain it to people now, but it's like I remember yeah. when we first started. I my what my first it was uh, uh 2012 when I went to VidCon for the first time with Tim and, and Fran and Eric and Nick, which is yeah. actually how the channel started and all that. The genesis of oh, I should do this, but I went there and it literally was you went there and I, I used to describe it as GDC but for YouTube. Where you would yeah. go there and learn from other creators. And what are they? There's a tactic that's working. Here's what we're doing. Here's how we're making videos. And now it is totally a fan convention. The last time we went, like they took us in the back entrance. We had the VIP bags. We did all stuff. It was just like, oh, I'm not going here to, to learn anymore, which is fine. <laughs> fan conventions are great. But it was also like, we also don't have that kind of fan. <laughs> Our fans are at PAX. Our fans are at Comic Con. Right. They're not necessarily running around uh, chasing the teeny boppers from uh, the cupcake channels. And that's exactly how I feel. So I was yeah. chatting with some of my diehard group on my Discord, and uh, they were all like, yeah, I've been to VidCon six years, and I'm not going to go this year. And yeah. I was like, if my people aren't going, my there's people. no reason for me to go right. to VidCon. Yeah, yeah. Because you're right. It's not really about the learning anymore. It is about community, if your community 100%. is there. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people use it for networking with other creators. But yep. I feel like the other creators that I want to see, I make effort to see. Like, like we're here today. Waking up at three thirty in the morning to fly over here. Thank you so much. That's true. I did wake up at three thirty, but that's okay. It's totally worth, worth it, it to be here for you. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's totally worth it. It's Kevin. totally worth it. About? I almost did an Instagram story. You know how the Instagram stories can have the timestamp. Yeah. I almost did one this yeah. morning. Um, but let me just tell you, the state I was in physically when I woke up at three thirty was not photo. No, not ready for your no. Instagram stories. I understand. <laughs> I appreciate. I, that. I kind of like stumbled and fell into my shower because of three thirty. <laughs> but no, I'm really happy to be here. So thank. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Trish, if people don't know you, how do you describe yourself? What do you do? Um, the best way to say it now is probably tech gaming and fandom on camera host. Okay. Um, so I, I have kind of built my career by working for channels much larger than mine. Is how I always say That's it. That's what we did too. Yeah, right. So I started on SourceFed uh, around the same time that you guys were all at IGN. Yep. And help them launch SourceFed Nerd, which was a really fun channel to be on that covered all different types of fandom, which is a big no-no with the current YouTube algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Focus on one Focus thing. Focus on one but thing, yeah. At the time, we were doing, uh, you know, like Anime Tuesdays, Video Game Wednesdays, Tech Thursdays, and, you know, really uh, breaking it down like that. So that was where I got my sea legs in the digital world, gotcha. so to speak. Then I went freelance, started my own production company, and um, now I get to dabble in all different types of, of work, which is really fun. So yeah, I mostly host tech, like, and when you think tech, think like PC building and Android smartphone sure. kind of realm, that's where I live, and video games, yeah. and tabletop games, yeah. and occasionally other parts of kind of the 
fandom genre sphere of content that's out there thanks to Marvel making everything comic books so pop culture which yeah. is it's so funny to say like you go totally. to San Diego Comic Con now yeah. and I think the banners last year were like a celebration of the popular arts the popular arts yeah that's and what I it think says. my head exploded yeah <laughs> do you feel that same way oh are you kidding me yeah I was walking around Target and it's like they have Funko Pops for Stranger Things and everything and I'm like <laughs> I'm like do you remember like I was talking to Lucy I was like do you remember when like you couldn't find anything like you go to a target and none of your nerd things you loved were represented because they were so niche and now they are they are popular culture they are they are pop culture yeah a lot of a lot of my friends in the industry like to lovingly give me crap for my uh my choice of attire all the time because i'm constantly wearing something that's in the fandom genre sure today i have on a video game controller dress for those of you listening to this that aren't watching it live um but Part of that is because I could never get clothes yeah. that fit me, yeah. that expressed these things. Um, or I had to get, like, a guy's T-shirt and alter it. And, like, yeah, yeah. you know, there were girls on the Internet that could, like, cut a shirt up and tie it. And it looked super cute. And every time I try that, it looked like a trash bag. <laughs> so, like, now that there's clothes actually made for women yeah. that celebrate the things that I love, I'm like, I'm going to wear that every day. Except for when I'm hosting a show that has IP restrictions. Of course, yeah. Don't wear this. Don't but have that other than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about all of that, your career, and much more on We Have Cool Friends, filming yes. right after this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. But we're not going to talk about that stuff here because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Today we're talking about Watch Dogs, Pokemon Division, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, you can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your bad PSN names. Nope, they're gone, Kevin. Never forget, Kevin. Oh, no. I know. Shuhei loves no, no, us again. It's, it's okay. Thing. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. I know. And everything else under the video game sun, then you can tune in to watch the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you. First off, a hearty congratulations to one John Drake. Kind of funny family member, of course, has just announced that he is going to Disney to be the vice president of business development and licensing for Disney games over there. Uh, what's that? Yes, that's in L.A., which means a hearty fuck you to Andrea Renee, who no. will soon be leaving Kind of Funny no. Games daily and not contributing what? to us. She is dead to us. Kevin, what? Kevin, we made her what? and she's running away. Wait, what? Yeah, the, the Drakes are moving to L.A.? Well, I mean, that's great news for, for you. me. Yeah, great news uh, for you. <laughs> awesome news for you. Greg, let's go to L.A. No, Kevin. All our friends are there. is here. Come to L.A. We Where would we go to breakfast? We can get him to go Where to are we going to? What about Gary, Fran? We can't leave we'll them. We'll find a better Lucho's. Ah, wow. Gary's <laughs> 10 seconds away from, you know, going. That's true. Gary, Fran Gary's down there enough. Fran has no life here. Fran has no life, period, <laughs> anywhere. No matter where you put Fran, he's not going to have a life. No, uh, shout out. Congratulations to John Drake. Obviously, uh, he's already down there. He put up a tweet. Andrea put up some tweets. There's still time. You still have time to say goodbye. Andrea's doing a farewell tour, pretty much, to kind of funny games daily in the games cast but Why, you'll see her i'm sure back before you know it uh follow them on twitter and give them the hearts and such like that thank you to our patreon producers colton yoder blackjack and mohammed mohammed today we're brought to you by quip and 23 and me but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the roper report i'm gonna miss john too time for some news kevin there's four items on the roper report a baker's no andrew why 
Oh, you're upset about Andrew. I thought you meant upset yeah, about no, John. I don't care about John. Really? <laughs> I couldn't give a shit. Remember oh, he was mean to get the back, rest. Back when the, the everyone was like, oh, we're going to have to choose one. I was on the, like, yeah, Andrea's side. Oh, okay, For fair. sure, Gary Wood is right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. Number one on the Roper Report is an ethical dilemma, Trish. Mm, and that yes. means, Kevin, I'm going to need your input on this, too. I'm, I'm going to read a whole bunch of stuff. It's a long one. Let me take a sip of water uh, now. That's too long for me. It's to no. I, I, I'm wow. gonna, it's, I'm gonna, it's real long. Oh. We're talking about Watch Dogs <laughs> Legions. Hit record and the ethical problems of that. This is I'm starting with Eddie at GameSpot, but I'm going to get around the block here. Eddie writes, Ubisoft has once again partnered with actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Hit Record Studio for a unique promotion around user-generated content, this time with Watchdog Legions. As part of the collaboration, Ubisoft is looking to the community to create music for the open-world game. Hit Record is asking the community to create 10 songs for Watch Dogs Legion, which will play in the game on radio stations and generally throughout the game setting in London. As with other Hit Record projects, the songs are likely to be made collaboratively. This is, I'm sorry, that is, someone could write a bass line, another person could come up with guitar parts, someone else might lay down the drum beat. Other people can work together on lyrics and overall levels of polish. These are just a few examples. The possibilities, as you can imagine, are vast. In all cases, Hit Record will pay $2,000 per song, which will be split among the people who contributed to it, and they'll also have their names put into the game's credits. People whose work is not selected for Watchdog Legions receive no payment. Some people, including game designer Mike Biffle, Thomas was alone, John Wickhex, are speaking out against this partnership. Specifically, Biffle said, he takes issue with the use of, quote, spec work, which is basically labor done for free with the hope of future payment. Quote, this sucks. People Pay people for their labor. Stop exploiting fans and hobbyists while devaluing the, the work of those with the gall to actually expect consistent payment for work better. For, for work let me try again here while devaluing the work of those with the gall to actually expect consistent payment for work done do better Yubi. we're counting on you biffle said in a tweet uh then i pulled one here or the, the actually eddie's article has this this is the game work union in la they tweeted disgusting joseph gordon levitt has a union contract yet he's pe- peddling spec work for a billion dollar company the game industry exploits our passion to pay unlivable wages. This is the next logical step. Soliciting unpaid labor for a product that makes millions. Hashtag no spec. Hit Record previously partnered with Ubisoft for a similar user-generated content program for Beyond Good and Evil 2. People also voiced their concerns about the spec work, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt responded uh, by saying the controversy was due in part to people not understanding how Hit Record works. Quote, honestly, this concern was sort of painful to hear, he said in a post on Medium last year. Uh, it's not at all how I think our community's creative... It's not at all how I think of our community's creative process. I do think that part of the disconnect is simple misinformation. Now, Eddie had some more stuff in there and stuff, but I wanted to jump around. Here's what Rock Paper Shotgun had, right? Hit Record founder and leader Joseph Gordon-Levitt responded to these claims last year, claiming that what the organization does is substantially different from spec work. Quote, as mentioned, Ubisoft isn't doing this to cut costs. They're doing the yeah, cut costs. They're doing this to include fans, he wrote. But including fans doesn't require this process. Ubisoft could easily reach out to fan artists and musicians directly or invite portfolios and pitches rather than completed work. For watchdogs, though, Ubisoft says on their website, quote, whether you're a musical composer, writer, singer, player, or someone with big ideas and a lot of passion, we are super excited to hear your music composition. But another quote here, as with every creative endeavor, some ideas won't develop or work out as expected, and some pieces won't be the right fit for the game, end quote. Those pieces will still exist within Hit Record, and their creators might have the opportunity to make money from them later. But that's still a lot of work to put in with no guarantee at that reward. 
It seems the direct definition of speculative, even if Joseph Gordon-Levitt disagrees. Polygon's Jeff Ramos uh, wrote a good breakdown of the creativity uh, concerns last year. And, well, this is still rock, paper, shotgun. And, while it is true of every creative endeavor, as Ubisoft says, says that not everything will make it into the final product, a salaried employee could still expect to be paid for the time and effort they put in and receive benefits that aren't extended to hit record members voluntarily offering up their con- uh, contributions. Stick with me. I'm still going. I want all this information. Still going. Kev, you still there? I think it's a fascinating thing, and I want all the information packed in. I already made my decision. Trish, are you still in? I'm still in. Thank Keep you going. very much. Each of the 10 tracks that are included in Watch Dogs Legion will be paid the $2,000 split between every con- contributor. A video made by Hit... Oh, this is actually... Already, we already talked a little bit about this. It remixes on the platform account. That's where they're talking about getting paid, blah, 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 blah. Uh, last year, Joseph Gordon-Levitt said that they had paid out almost $3 million to hit record contributors. In the year since, it's ticked just over um, $1,000 more, according to the video made for this project. The video says that includes the 50000 day dollars paid to Beyond Good and Evil 2 contributors, though their website still lists those payments as pending. Now, back to the Medium post that Joseph Gordon-Levitt had put up, right, where he's like, people just don't understand this. He had four facts. Hit record pays all artists. Some people seem to think we don't. We do. We launched our production company in 2010, and we've paid, this is back when he's saying, about $3 million. <laughs> Number two, we're not soliciting complete works. People on our platform work together by contributing bits and pieces, layering remix on top of remix. Finished projects are usually touched by a great many collaborators. We don't think of it as a contest. Number three, contributors retain the rights to their work, whether it's used or not. Uh, When you upload original content to hit record, you grant our company a non-exclusive license to monetize and therefore pay you for it. You're always free to do whatever you want with it elsewhere. Number four, Ubisoft's not cutting any corners. Hit Record's contribution to Beyond Good and Evil 2, this is obviously from last year's post, has not resulted in a single job lost. They're not doing this to save time and money. They're doing it to allow fans who love playing games to get involved in the making of their game. Final word is another tweet from Biffle. Joseph is a unionized profession. Oh, I'm sorry. Is, Joseph is in a unionized profession, which is why I can't ask him to work for free and pay him if I like what he does more than the other 100 actors I asked to work for free and win a job. It's a big story. Lots of words there for you because it's just so it spans so many different things here. Trish, where's your head at after I just yelled words at you for seven minutes? <laughs> Um, well, I'm glad you yelled so many words yeah, because thank you. I think that. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, uh huh. Welcome. I think this. Nick, <laughs> you walked in the middle of it. You don't even know what we're talking about. Hi, Nick. <laughs> don't don't make don't make eye contact from Trish. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, no, I honestly I think this is a very complex topic, which is why I'm glad that you added so many words into that because upon first hearing it, I think it's easy to oversimplify the argument and yeah. say. And maybe saying they're paying for spec work, depending where you lie on this issue, is not an oversimplification, but that's how it feels to me. So I work a lot of freelance contractor gigs. I am an independent contractor. um, And I am very used to putting my work out there and hoping that someone wants to buy it. Um, Now, granted, that comes in different stages. So it may be a pitch as opposed to a completed project, as was mentioned in what you just read. And I feel like I'm not familiar enough with how music... How, how the soundtracks of video games are made from a contractor perspective. It's sure. usually a salaried employee, right? Yeah, I mean, depending on if you're licensing out the music, but there's plenty of people who on staff who are there to work and be composers or come up right. with, yeah, the music that's going to be in said game. Right, That's and so I... My first thought, you know, is like that has been addressed in these is, you know, is, is Ubisoft doing this to cut costs or... And they say that they're not, yeah. but then I would argue, you know, how much money is normally put into a video game soundtrack. And when you take that 2,000 times 10 or however many there are, 
is that on the same level as what they would normally be paying for a video game contract? And then on the other side, as someone who remembers what it was like to be starting out as a contractor, you just want your work to be seen and you want the opportunity. And maybe this is a way to highlight people, kind of like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's arguing. Maybe this is a way to highlight people's talents who might not otherwise have the opportunity to get a salaried position. Yeah. So I, my heart's a little bit on both sides. Totally. In, for in me, general, I want people to get paid. This is the meme for me personally. And granted, I mean, I'm here reading about it here. Obviously, Mike Bithell is a friend of the show. I saw uh, Rami Ismail uh, tweeting about it too. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, and I. So I'm just getting it all in. I'm processing it all as we go. For me, it is such that meme of the guy with the the giant sweat drop and the two buttons there of like which to press. Because I understand both arguments. Right. Right. I totally get. Yes, pay people for their work. I also get that. I want. I. It, it starts getting messy when it's like, okay, cool. How is this? How different is this than dreams? Right. Dreams. Mm. I always talk about like what a yeah. great platform where it is that if I want, I can just sculpt trees and I can upload trees and then you can put the trees in your level and I get the XP for it and you make the level right. and cool. That's going now. Granted, there's no payment for dreams. Granted, dreams has already been sold as is, but there's going to be things to play. So do, you don't you're, you don't expect to be owed a cut of that mm-hmm. in the same way here of. I, I feel like there's a simplification in some respects of cool. Kevin and I are going to go make an entire song. We're gonna up. We're gonna spend three months making it, like rocking it out. I'll be blown in a jug. Kevin singing over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nick will be there with the washboard and the spoons. And then we're gonna upload that. And then it's gonna what be. What kind of band are we? I love <laughs> we're it. We're a bad one. We're I'm a bad sold. one. I am sold on Do this we band. Have any bodies like the spoons. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Can Tim's I play playing. the mouth harp? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Wait. Great. What's the mouth? What the harmonica. The mouth harp? No, the mouth harp. I'm it's like this little it. thing you stick in your mouth and like twang. Twang. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah you mm-hmm. play that. Sure. Cool. If we, and anyways, you spend all that time in it. You, you, you're like life in 24 frames. One of the bands that, uh, you know, a, a best friend. There, they make this song and they put it in there, and then it gets used in the game. And okay, cool. Now you're, we got two thousand dollars, but it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, encapsulate all the work we put into. Are we looking at it too big? Like it's not I, the way they describe it is even they don't even expect it to be. You're already a band that it's instead Kevin makes a cool electronic beat one night and uploads that, and then I hear it and I make me a rap over it and put it up there. For, like to me this just kind of seems more like a contest where it's like a bunch of people are going to submit stuff and like yeah maybe I I imagine they're going to pick like I understand they're saying they can pick up a bunch of different stuff that yeah. will add together but I imagine they're just going to pick a song that's done and and I, I don't know that seems like a cool way to get exposure and for people that like like making music like I don't, I don't think people are trying to make that like people aren't doing this that, that it's their job I imagine this is people that like, are doing this in their free time. It's yeah, a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's even there what Bithel's tweeting about, right? Of like, don't abuse hobbyists for but this. But is it abuse? Mm-hmm. It depends. Like, who you asking? Depends. I mean, right. it, I, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, right. I don't think this is a black and white one. Yeah. And I understand that, obviously, I think Mike thinks it's black and white. And right. I respect that. And I'd love to have Mike on again to talk about it. It's complicated in so many different regards. And we've run into this ourselves, right? Where it's like, Hey, like I need to do, I need whatever. And in the old days when I'd be like, Hey, I need a business card for IGN because they didn't get printed and I do a blog contest and I choose one. Everybody loved that. But now I've definitely noticed in more recent times when it's like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're just trying to get you, you know, not pay a graphic designer. It's like, well, no, like we could, like I can ask Andy to do this. I thought it'd be a cool way to do this and have 
people get included and to be a part of it. But I also understand that, like, okay, cool. No, I am asking for free work on X, Y, or Z. And that's why we haven't done it in a long, long time. Yeah, I get really sensitive about fan sourcing as well. Like, um, I, I've been fortunate over the years to have viewers reach out and say, like, hey, I made a highlight cut of your last stream right. and I just wanted to give it to you to put on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and I, I, because I'm sensitive about it and I've seen other creators um, use and abuse that, not saying that everyone that uses fan source content in any way is using and abusing, but I've seen it be abused. Um, so whenever I get anything like that, I'm like, yes, I would love to use this. Also, I would love to pay you. Can you fill out this right. W9 or 1099? Like, fill that out and get it back to me. And uh, and so for me, that, that kind of makes that feel a little better. But sure. in this situation, they are paying them. It may be very minimal, but they are paying them. So well, two grand is oh, well, I guess it's but that's well, the thing. Two grand they, they split. Part, a bunch of different articles brought this up of like, okay, cool. Well, if Barrett made the beat and then Kevin sang over it, but then Greg remixed that and then because your... you have a beautiful voice. That's not true. And everybody went around and like you get to where it's ten people, then suddenly right, you yeah. see that pie start getting cut up, cut up, cut up, cut up, right. cut up. And right. so, but but I I and that's my thing is like here's I feel like the it's and I'm probably thinking of a too binary right. They're talking about these songs being on the radio, and I know there's an open thing of it could be somewhere else, right? Right. So it's either going to be these songs from the community that in this, I think, cool competition, right? At least on paper, maybe it yeah. isn't in the long run of how yeah. this all works out. This cool thing, and if they're, okay, cool, we don't want that, and then they're just going to switch it off, right? And it's just going to be licensed music like in any GTA or whatever, it's the, right. any open world game. One of the things, like, I feel like if this were also, like, not getting paid, and it'd just be like, hey, if you want to have your, your song on here, we're going to pick the 10 best songs that apply yeah like i i still don't think that's a bad thing like being in a video game especially a big one like this is still like a cool thing right i mean yeah but see mm-hmm. Barrett, do you have thoughts you Barrett, you came into the room you heard music you want to know you got nothing in particular i feel like it's again and i and maybe and i you know obviously uh feel free to write in and get uh, you know uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny games let us know your, your thoughts on this for tomorrow's episode but it's the idea too of i think it's thinking of it in two different ways of we are an established band we are trying we're an up-and-coming band we're trying to get our music out there and we're giving it away for free versus we're a garage band and we're a bunch of kids fucking around and we're putting it out there but, and that'll be really cool so like growing up when there was a playstation um contest con- contest or it was like make a commercial and like me, Tim, Alfredo got together and made a commercial. Yeah. I think Spencer was in it too. Um, and like we won something and Tim got to go to some. E3? E3 maybe? This yeah. is what, how him and Alfredo yeah. went to E3, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And like then he met a bunch of people and yeah. like that was one of the things that started his career. We didn't get paid for that. Like, you know, I mean, they, they ended up winning. Yeah, yeah. But it just, I feel like that the like the prize was exposure and he got to meet people and sure. that panned out to like a internship so I just like I, these things are good I think I, I'm saying I tend to believe that as well like and, and and I know that there's very specific examples here of people in the no spec thing is like so outside of my like I'm I, I have if anything a more fan perspective on this than anything else well, think about okay so I was just trying to think how could we shift our perspective so like uh, Greg, you have done voiceover in video games, sure. right? So say, let's move this to a voiceover competition where okay. they have a line of dialogue or a couple lines of dialogue and are asking viewers and fans out there to record dialogue and whoever's they like the best, that's who they're going to put in the game. Sure. Now, you as an established professional that have been paid to do this before, is this even something you would submit for? See, that's the, and I think well, that's the big question, the game, right? right? Well, I, but I mean, I, like, I, when she started talking about it, my first thought was Troy, right? 
Like, yeah. like okay, like, would Troy submit for this, right? Because no. uh, Troy, of course, deserves to be paid top dollar for everything he does. Of course. Kevin oh, and I oh, deserve yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Give us a freaking Oreo. Right, that's what we, we were scabs? Uh, what? Nothing. What was that? <laughs> so that's, I guess if you're, if you're an established video game composer and you perceive this as taking jobs away from you that could be yours, maybe there could be some negativity there. Yeah. But if you're an established composer, I would have a feeling you would have your manager or your agent or whoever reach out to the company and say, hey, outside of this competition, yeah. would you like to hire and me And that's to the do thing, too, work? where I feel like, and I, I, uh, I'd have to go back and try to find it in these giant, too many words I put in here, right? But uh, <laughs> so I was talking about words. it could go, it could go anywhere, they, but they specifically call it the radio, right? I feel like that's a very specific instance and use of where it's going to be and that when my granny gang of Watch Dogs Legion's characters, because I'm only going to recruit grandmothers, it's going to be great. great. When they're running around <laughs> doing it and like they're in, in a mission, like I've played it, right? It wasn't and granted, it's you know pre-alpha or whatever. It's not. It wasn't uh, 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 music from hit record. It is in fact like you know music that's like swelling with emotion. Like there's is a composer making the game's soundtrack. This is just that I'm flipping through the radio. What do I want to hear? I want to have a bunch of goofy stuff on the radio. And at which point it's like, all right, cool. So now it's down to, do I care that Van Halen isn't in the game and they're not getting a cut right? I, maybe I'm simplifying too, mm-hmm. uh, or like you know whatever band X that's established and has a, you know, like they're not in the game, so it is now cool. It's neat that there's a radio station that just is you know ten songs that are fan made things, and then I get the fact that okay, well then yeah, Ubisoft is saving money on those ten songs, not paying Van Halen for it, but. Mm-hmm. Do we care? Like, I mean, and obviously we care. People care. But do <laughs> do we care enough that I, I would rather hear, yeah, whatever this created content is and got spun up through Hit Record and did all these different things. And I like the idea of the collaboration. I get, though. I get the other argument. Yeah. I'm not saying this is night, night and day. Am care. I wrong, Barrett? You love music. Uh, I do love music. Is, this is my that cup? up, Kev? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I get uh, what you're saying, actually, of, like, this isn't for, like, professionals who are trying to get their music uh, out there. This is, like, for, like, kind of up-and-comers who are trying to, also what Kevin's saying, get exposure and meet people and have an opportunity to work with others. Like, I don't I don't know the full story. I don't know if, like, people are getting, like, uh, cuts of money or anything. I, I, they are. Okay. Uh, so there's they're, that. They're, but- it, it basically... Uh, X number of people work on a song. Mm-hmm. That song gets chosen. It's two thousand dollars. That's then divided okay. up between them. And then, so you're getting that, and then you're also getting the opportunity to work with other people, and that will hopefully uh, kind of unlock like kind of other opportunities for these people. So yeah, I un- totally get what you're saying. Like this isn't for Greg Miller or Troy Baker who are like entering in a voice the acting, top like, voice yeah, acting yeah, yeah, yeah. talent <laughs> in the world. Um, don't sell yourself short. BAFTA award winner Greg Miller. <laughs> oh, that has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Huh? Right, yeah. So yeah, when I saw this <laughs> making the rounds, I, like I, it, it, it definitely the headlines were like, ooh, that doesn't look great. But then yeah, thinking about it a little more, it's an like, interesting it's, discussion, yeah. and I totally get it of the non-spec stuff. But it does come back to one of those. I feel and the way it's not blown up in our face before but the way when we've done some hey I'm doing something and I'm terrible at Photoshop does anybody want to make a thumbnail for this show I think of it as what a cool thing and then people respond back of like not I get the thumbnail and I put it out and I credit the person but I do get the the, you know the blowback of like oh man you're asking for work you wouldn't you know it's like well, yeah, but I wouldn't pay. I don't pay for the. Th- I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's such a complicated thing. Of I can make a shitty thumbnail for free. Like I'm not gonna do. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I it's whatever. And like, not that that then degrades the work because you look at fucking Andy Cortez. Like when he started making amazing logos for us, right? right. We started paying him for the logos and making the shirts, and now he's a job here. And that's mm-hmm. the same way with anybody who can help me with all the new intro graphics we have for like we have cool friends and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is usually where Tim comes in and goes, "It's that guy." And I remember, oh my god, why do I always forget his name? Huh? Zach. 
Zach. Yeah. Right? Zach did yeah. them all. Yeah, Zach yeah. Braff. Zach Braff did them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life Impressive. after Scrubs has been tough. You know what I mean? He had to come in and do all this stuff. Yeah. Cool. So it's complicated. I want to know what you all think, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that complicated. You know what, Kevin? Yeah. Just because you're not blown in the jug like I wanted I'm you to. Just, all I'm saying is we benefited from a contest, <laughs> and this seems in the same vein. Fair. Now what I hope, though, is that Van Halen goes and composes a new song to put it in there. <laughs> Number two on the Roper Report. Pokemon Sword and Shield are not recycling 3D models. Game Freak confirms. This is our friend Joseph Noop over at IGN. Or Nope. I always screwed up. And I asked him on the show. He co-hosted it with the show. Yeah. And I asked him, how do I say your name beforehand? He's like this. I nailed it on the show, and then I just immediately forgot. Okay. Same with what we are talking about earlier. Yep. Andrea Renee remembers people she oh met 15 years ago, and I had their dog during she an interview. Does, she, she remembers everything about every person she ever met. and Stop I think she, about I think she sold her soul to the devil for that ability, yeah. personally. Well, now the devil's amazing. come to collect, and he's dragging her to L.A., where no entertainment <laughs> has ever come from. What, what you used to love L.A.? Pokemon developer Game Freak <laughs> has been battling the ire of fans since they announced that Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield wouldn't let you put all previous Pokemon in the game's Pokedex. The fallout from that decision sparked another rumor that Game Freak has been using recycled 3D models of what older Pokemon will be available in order to cut down on production costs. However, in a recent interview with Famitsu, originally reported on by Polygon, surfaced on social media and Reddit disputing the rumor. Uh, the month-old interview features Game Freak's Masuda-san and... <laughs> Omori, saying that Game Freak has, in fact, been creating new models for Pokemon from scratch. The pair added that importing all 809 at the time previous Pokemon into Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon was difficult. According to Masuda and Omori, uh, bringing Pokemon into the Switch's improved 3D graphics compared to the 3DS titles would have been considerably more difficult than importing them into another 3DS game. The decision, this, this decision is personally sad, Omori said, according to Google Translate. Of course, I wanted to be able to bring all Pokemon if I could do it, but it was also a decision that I had to make someday. In the end, I had no choice but to choose the quality, end quote. Have you been keeping track of this? Are you a Pokemaniac? I'm not a Pokemaniac, so okay. I was going to ask for your clarification on this. Is the sad thing about this that some Pokemon will get lost in, in the translation? So I had to be brought up to speed. Because okay, I, I don't know if you know this, it wasn't until last Thursday that I became a Pokemon Master. I'm now very much into Pokemon oh, Go. I'm very good, everybody. I'm about to hit level 30. You know what I mean? Well, big time, no, big I'm, days. I'm a Wizards wow. Unite over Pokemon uh, Go. Oh, man. So. Yeah, when, if, oh, Joey's not into it. Joey's big into it, too. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you get into Wizards Unite, it's yeah. going to be awesome. I can't wait, man. <laughs> Be great. Uh, yeah, so the idea is that, you know, with the Pokedex and the, the Pokemon Vault and all yeah. the bank and all yeah, that yeah, crap, yeah. you're able to take all the Pokemon you've gathered before and bring them into the new games. This new game on Switch, they're like, we are not going to be able to do that because <gasps> we assumed because of the art and assets and everything else. Yeah. And people have been losing their mind about it. Well, because you spend a lot of time collecting of your Pokemon. And you pay for the Vault to keep them in, apparently. Okay. Uh, so, like, that's the thing. That's okay. the thing, but I think they'll be the Tim's. Tim's whole argument has been this from the start. It's a, it's a, obviously a resources thing. It's a mm -hmm. visual thing. They will be there eventually. Eventually, they're okay. going to patch all these guys in. So everybody should chill out. Uh, well, we don't know that though. I know, right? That's speculating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware, but also, I mean, like, I mean, again, as a Pokemon man master now. You know what I mean? Again, I have so many. I should show them to you after this. Let I'm, me tell you. Yes, I got I would a lot like in there, see. everybody. All right, I've been, I've been oh, feeding them berries. Yeah. I've been doing the things. I've been fighting gyms. Good for you. It's just like, whatever. You catch them again, they're all there and stuff. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, to be serious and pull it all back, like, this is the not the problem, but this is the growing pains of moving to a new platform, right? Yeah. And doing the first one on Switch and wanting to do it right. And I think in the long run, I can't speak for our Pokemon fans, really, but I would assume you'd want the game to be as good as possible as soon as possible. Yeah. And so it's either going to be 
it's going to be great right now with his, uh, the hundreds of Pokemon it has, or it's going to be delayed even longer to make these Pokemon to get them in there. Like, I think most po- most people would probably want to have the game in their hands sooner, yeah. is just my guess, and to have it look good. Again, just my guess, not being someone that is a Pokemaniac, uh, to use your term. But uh, y- yeah, to me... I'm used to playing games where every time I play a new version of the game, I have to start over from right. scratch. So that's we're not used to being uncommon. fucked over by big game, yeah. big game corpse. Hey, I, I remember the day when you couldn't save a game. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm used to playing from scratch every single time, and there is fun to that. But again, I I do not understand that community. It's, I don't claim yeah, to. Honestly, I, and I'm not trying to put anybody down or anything. I think it's one of those much ado about nothing's right now. Where okay. I think it's the hardest of the hardcore are like, what the fuck? Ilgirl Chill writes into kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and says, Pokemon Bank, a 3DS app, allows Pokemon to be stored and brought up from Pokemon Ruby slash Sapphire all the way up to the most recent Nintendo 3DS game. Okay. There is a $4.99 charge per year, but it does not auto-renew. So just that's more the context okay. of it. I think right now, as people are so hungry for Pokemon news, this is the thing that they're glommed onto. This is the thing that is the most newsworthy news yeah. and uh, item we're all spinning around on and debating. I think by the time the game gets here, by the time you see more Pokemon, by the time you see, like, no one's really going it'll, to... It'll still be a sticking point for the hardcore, mm-hmm. but they're gonna also, the hardcore are also going to buy this game. They're not going to protest that it's not there. Probably. And then millions of others will, and they'll buy their Switch lights and everybody will be happy. Was this playable at all at E3? It was. Yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah. Did you get a chance to play it? No. I, again, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Pokemaniac as of like two Thursdays ago. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Tim, Tim has been a Pokemon master his entire life, and he was like, I have only so much time to see games. He looked at it and like, I understand that's Pokemon. I, I saw, I <laughs> okay, saw the great. thing. I understand I'm going to catch them all and, just, and go through the regions. I'll wait for a, a preview build or whatever. I saw so. the super cute photo op, and that's about as far exactly, as I got. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, number three on the Roper Report. Would you play a division single player game? Uh, over on Twitter, our friend Julian, the creative director at Massive Entertainment, put a quote tweeted Tim Spencer, who said, I love the idea of a single player narrative driven spinoff to the division game, focusing on an agent trying to get home to their family after being sent out to New York City during the SHD blackout from the fall of DC. Uh, T. Lou crossed the division, and then he, of course, included Julian. And Julian just quote tweeted and said, Thoughts. I put this on there when it was a slower news day. I wasn't sure if we'd have enough. We're here now. Basically, would you play a division single player game? Heck yes. Fuck yeah, we would. Come on, Julian. What are you doing? Get over there. Make it happen. Of course we would. I am uh, very, very bad. At online shooters, yeah. I don't, I don't make any. There's no pretense about that. I'm not great at them, but let me tell you what: when there's a single player campaign that I can play by myself without worrying about getting slaughtered by some rando online, yeah. I can then enjoy that experience. 100. So I would be very down. For this. I'm surprised they haven't. I'm, they haven't done something more with it or done a different mode in the division. We're big division fans here. Okay. Uh, division two gonna be my 100th platinum. I'm Whoa. getting it. By the way, this is news for everybody. I'm getting it next Monday, one week from today, in the afternoon, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Um, yeah, it's a great idea, I think, because the mechanics are so good for the division, but yeah. I hear about it all the time from people. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to play with other people. It's not my thing. I don't want to do an MMO. I don't want to blah, blah, Like, if they were to actually go out yeah. and grind out, it, like, even if it was just a short experience. Well, and that's how I got even kind of maybe a little bit decent at Halo. Because I was able to play by myself sure. until I could get good enough yeah. um, to then maybe adventure out. Um, and and that that's, I feel the same way about um, games like Titanfall and, and oh, anything yeah. that gives me a way to kind of hone a little bit before I just jump right into the fray yeah. with people who maybe naturally can pick up a shooter 
and their learning curve is uh, a easier Instant. journey yeah, yeah. than it is for me. Um, so I always appreciate that. But I do 100% understand that single player campaign modes are much more expensive to create. Of course. Yeah. That. And that's the thing. But I, even right now, I wonder if they were to do take the Division 2 engine, do a I mean, you could do a mission, obviously, inside mm-hmm. of the game. But even if you did like a three hour long here's a single player adventure set in the same world that you put out and you you gave away to people who already have the game sold it for five bucks ten bucks or whatever to try to get them into the game you know people who aren't going to play it uh, it could be an interesting way to try and correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't there wasn't there like a two hour intro in the beginning of division two that you kind of play by yourself yeah you start both i mean it's, it's shorter than that but like it, it, you do start all these games by yourself and you can run and play them by yourself it, for the mo- majority of the time it took me like two hours because i'm oh. bad. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty long it's pretty long, right? Yeah. I remember we were like getting ready to play, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then I had Barrett run the show, so it, it took me a long time. Okay, okay. I digress. Yeah. I remember I was supposed to co stream uh, it on launch day with Roxy Surfer Chick over at uh, Alienware's Twitch channel. And I was so excited. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to play with someone good, so it won't matter that I'm like the handicap running around. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And she said, have you gotten through the tutorial yet? I was like, no, but I'm sure it'll take like 20 minutes. I'll I'll jump on. Like two hours later, her stream's over. You're like, it was All right, so bye. sad. <laughs> it sucked growing up with like people like Alfredo. Like Alfredo. And yeah, he Kern, sucks. And they were just really <laughs> good at those games, and it's like this is not fun. Not fun at all. And Tim just hides. I mean, hey, if it gets it done, no, it's not I mean, camping. It's, it's you know, a, it's a legitimate, legitimate, legitimate strategy. <laughs> Number four, and finally on the Roper Report. I didn't prep you for this. Eventually, I'm going to give you a bad transition. I'm going to need you to read this part, but it's not yet. Okay, but you'll great. know You'll know when it comes. You got it. Uh, number four, Gears <laughs> Five details popped over the weekend. Uh, I got all these from GOW Feed over on the Twitter. There, yeah. uh, basically, there was a Gears uh, tournament, and they announced uh, a whole bunch of different stuff, including for Gears Five, universal weapon weapon tuning, 60 hertz servers, no gear packs, no season pass. Direct purchases with no RNG, exclusive earnable content, free maps (parentheses matchmaking and private), and then recoil-based gunplay, hit markers, and kill cams. Uh, I don't play Gears really, and uh, <laughs> I definitely don't play it competitively. So I know that people are super stoked about the the 60 hertz servers. Cool. Uh, people like don't like season passes, so that's cool. That's not there. Mm-hmm. And of course, direct purchases with no RNG. We don't need loot boxes. Huzzah! Just let me know what I'm buying. You Huzzah. know what I mean? Yeah. Similar no, to this new way. game I've been playing, Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> where I bought all the Mewtwo costume yesterday for my character, and okay. she's looking good. I just want you to know. Okay. She looks like she's from Diva or DVA, you know, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the you know what it is, come around again, the League of Legends music video. She looks like yeah, that stop. now. It's great. I love that music video Who so doesn't? Much. And if you notice, I did this because I know it from Beat Saber. Yeah. That's, I know it really well from a Beat Saber. I thought maybe it was the choreography from the music well, video. Well, the best but... thing about Beat Saber is they do it from, they do, the, they mimic it. Because when they do, like, because they do the whole thing where you're like, do, 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 and you're like, yep. this, do, do, uh-huh. do, you know what I mean? You're uh, doing the doot to doots. Beat Saber is my new favorite way to work out. Me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Trish? Uh, okay. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm excited to see what else comes to Beat Saber, but that's so far away. If I wanted more immediate information, like, say, what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show. Hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. Break the game on PC. Kim Shooter on PC. Aura on PC. And then the C64 and Amiga Classics Remake Six Pack 3 on PC. Big day if you're a PC player, everybody. Because I know you're all excited to play Kim Shooter. Yeah, I was going to say, I am a a PC gamer. That's my preferred platform. Oh, so you even did you pre-order Kim Shooter? 
No. Oh, wow. I don't know Fake any of fan. these titles. Wow, that's usually Monday. That's usually how Monday works. Okay. Yeah, Monday, Great. Monday. You know, Tuesday is the big day. Yeah, that's the yep. one you're wearing mm-hmm. for. Uh, new dates for you. Uh, Hamsterdam is coming out on Switch, PC, and mobile on the 1st of August. That's August 1st if you're here in America. Uh, deals of the day for you. Today is Amazon Prime Day. There's a ton of gaming stuff going on. But, of course, remember, Amazon workers are striking and protesting in Germany right now to protest wages. So, like, you, you got to make your own choice on that you one. bring us down? Well, it's like I be I I I'm not trying to bring anybody. I'm giving you the news. It's the news show. What's no, happening? It's an important conversation happening online right now. And for as much as we talk about video game crunch and unionizing, I feel like it's only fair to put it here. But then also you like now what now? I said I was gonna buy all these things. Now I can't because I gotta think about all this. I mean, you what? I mean, you can. I mean, like, I don't even. <laughs> you can't because of your moral compass. <laughs> Trust me, I guarantee Kevin's not gonna. He's gonna buy the things. You you no, can buy man. stuff. There's even people protesting Twitch today and tomorrow. I think. What? Yeah. That's the platform we're using now. Yeah. Don't tell them that. We're on YouTube. For, uh, people don't know. Oh, yeah, right. right they wouldn't right, have known. And right. podcasting fun times. Yeah. yeah. It's a complicated issue. I wish, it, I, I wish it was easy all the time. You know what I mean? This is right. That's wrong. Here's how we'll make the stand. Would it mean not streaming this show that we do this thing? No, well, no. I mean, well, yeah, it's how you do it. That's how the show is every... I don't know. Like, right? does that help? Does that hurt? Amazon I, I'm not going to buy anything stuff. on Twitch Prime, so I guess that wouldn't have counted to begin with, right? I don't know. I don't know how to do anything. And isn't Twitch doing that whole thing where you can, like, stream with Blacksmith open and... I don't know what Blacksmith is. ...and make extra money? It's um, it's uh, an extension that you can use uh, to help recommend certain products through your Amazon oh. affiliate link and gotcha. then your channel can make some extra dough and I think they're doing lots of extra promotion around that for sure. Prime Day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, for us in particular like we don't really Twitch stream. Like we stream we we stream every day on Twitch, you know, right. two and a half hours at least, but we don't think of it that way because it's more of a window into us recording the content. Sure. But let's say like when you got people like Gary Widow over there, right? And they're just banging the drums with their bubble machines and whatnot and their tips now. What, what, are you sh- what are you shrugging at? I mean, it's like the 1% just being like, hey, let's make things better for everyone. Get out of here. You're still polite. You think the 1% are the ones trying to make well, things better Gary, for everybody? Gary. Oh, Gary. Gary. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Gary's like, like, okay, we get it. Yeah, Your Gary over there. <sighs> Gary, you know what I mean? Everybody protest Gary Witta. That's what we should do. No, you know I what I mean? Like no, we all no, love Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie. Yeah, anyway, so that's what's happening. It's Prime Day, but there's also a protest in Germany. So do we'll read up on it and make your own decision. Stop bringing it up. I want to end it and move on, but you keep stopping me. It's time for Reader Mail, but first, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Up first, it's Quip. Packing your toiletries somehow always involves a delicate game of stacking and space hacking. And don't get us started on lotion exploding all over our DOP kit. I do not know what a DOP kit is. That's a little go bag for your like, toiletries. A DOP? That's what it's called. Really? Wow. Uh, I, that's why we use the Quip electronic toothbrush, and it works uh, just as well at home as they do on the go. The compact and wireless design tucks easily into the, car- the corner of your carry-on or your back pocket if you're, not spend- if you're just spending the night. Oh, I see what you're doing. Plus, the travel-ready cover protects the brush from sandy swimsuits and luggage slip-ups. And a three-month battery life will... Last through the season, filled with weekends uh, away. Uh, they're making it easier than ever to keep up with your wake up and wind down routine when you're out of the office. Built in two minute timers pulse every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you clean your whole mouth evenly. A multi use cover works as a stand, mounts to mirrors, and slides over your bristles to pack and protect the quip on the go. Brush heads are automatically delivered to your door on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Quip is one of the first electronic toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. And they have thousands of five-star verified reviews. Uh, you know we love Quip. I have my Quip. I'm packing it for San Diego Comic-Con this week. Plus, Woo. I use it every day because I just love my Quip so much. And I'm not joking. You know. 
Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash games right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash games. Our next sponsor is 23andMe. We live in a world where we have access to data that gives us more personal insights into who we are. And what's more personalized than your DNA? Now we can turn our genetics for personalized health traits and more uh, with 23andMe. 23andMe allows you to go beyond ancestry to access more personalized insights about your ba- about you based on your DNA. With more than 125 genetic reports, you can even gain insights into your health and traits and more. Receiving your personalized genetic reports is just the beginning. You can take the next steps by talking to your healthcare provider or considering lifestyle changes like adjusting your sleep habits or caffeine consumption. Uh, they have a new deep sleep report. If you've always suspected that you feel more sleepy than others after missing out on a night's sleep, you might not be imagining things. Your genes may be involved. And there's a new saturated fat and weight report. The saturated fat and weight report can tell you about how your genetics may impact your body's response to your diet. Learn if you are likely to weigh more on a diet, uh, in high, uh, diet high in saturated fat, even if you consume the same number of calories. See what your genes can say about your health traits and more. Buy your Health Plus Ancestry service kit today at 23andMe.com slash games. That's the number 23andme.com slash games. Again, 23andMe.com slash games, 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 games. Trish. Yeah. I got two Comic-Con related questions for you. Ooh. You ready? Yeah. Let's start with the big picture, the five-star man. Hey, Greg and Trish. I have a question about the presence of video games at San Diego Comic-Con. It seems over the last few years, games have played a bigger role in the convention, and I'm curious if you think that trend will continue, and if so, to what extent. Also, do you have any predictions for things that we could see? Will Rocksteady finally reveal the game they've been working on, parentheses, if they're even working on anything, I'm beginning to have my doubts. Do you, have you seen more and more games at Comic-Con? Because you're like me, you're at Comic-Con all the time. Yeah, I I definitely go to Comic-Con every single year and have for over a decade now um, because I love it so much and it's my personal vacation. Yeah. Uh, So I go whether or not I'm working it. Um, But there's always like the the far end of the convention center of the expo hall that is usually dedicated to video games. Yeah. And I actually feel like last year that presence was less than it's been in years past. Um, But maybe that's because more video game announcements are happening in panels. Like you're actually hosting a video game, moderating a video game panel. Marvel Games, Hall H, Thursday, everybody. So there may be some big announcements there that I'm sure you're not allowed to talk about. (laughs) Um, But I know like Nintendo always does their Nintendo Lounge for the past couple years. And I'm going to a press event there. But as far as I know... They're not announcing or releasing anything new. It's just going to be like if you didn't see it at E3. Exactly. And that's what Comic-Con's always been the Achilles heel in terms of game announcements is the fact that it is so close to E3 that usually you spend it for E3. And I think you're seeing people get creative with it. And it's exactly what you're saying. I remember going to Comic-Con in the early days of IGN and trying to cover all the games there and doing it quite easily because there just weren't that much, right. right? And then over time, the booth space has become less and less about, hey, come play a game here and more and more about it's the Capcom Street Fighter giant ring, right? It's gonna, there, is a, there used to be PlayStation. It comes and goes sometimes in terms of what they're doing. But it's rarely, hey, we have something brand new and hot you need to play right here. It's like you know, the, the Marvel games has really started to run away with it in terms of, hey, it was come play the Lego games here. It was come play Spider-Man here last year. What you're seeing is them use the panels to be more about, hey, here is, you've already heard the big announcement. You've already seen the big thing. Let's talk about something new that a fan would care about. Let's make an announcement for the mobile game. Let's tell you, you know, who's coming to this this new thing or what DLC is going to be part of this. Right, or get some of the people on the dev team or the voice actors and yeah. stuff like that to speak on a panel and get people hyped. Yeah, exactly. It's much more of a, a fan service event in terms of you're already on the hook for this. We know you already care. You already want to be a part of it. So let's come in. Like Spider-Man last year was the reveal of uh, Silver Sable. 
table, right? It was the reveal of the PlayStation 4 Pro, the uh, special special edition. Uh, our next question is going to be a little bit about what is happening at the Marvel Games panel this year. I think you're seeing it more and more like that, and I think you'll see more and more companies get behind that as it goes. Because Comic-Con themselves wants big panels they want big announcements yeah and that's the easiest way to do it is if you have a game hopefully dc and warner brothers gets their acts together one day and yeah they come there and they do have rocksteady's already announced it at game awards or e3 of whatever they're working on and then guess what right. here's a panel meet the voice cast let's talk to them what's it like to be these characters let's reveal a new character let's see a new environment in concept art something to that effect yeah. but again it works against comic-con for our video games being right after e3 and right before pax yep. where you have like how do you balance that right like you see uh cyberpunk right where they did behind closed doors demo at E3, and now mm-hmm. they're doing that at PAX. Like they're gonna be like, hey, here's where you can get to see it or whatever. Right, exactly. Did you get to see it at E3? Hell yeah, I did. You kidding yeah. me? Hell yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, right? did you get the jacket? Yeah, I got the jacket. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to lose some weight <laughs> to get into it because their sizes are different. Fendi! <laughs> Right, send to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can. It says, hey guys, Square Enix announced that Marvel's Avengers is going to be at SDCC this year showing gameplay, but it's not going to be live streamed to the public. All impressions of this game insinuate that this game is not ready for launch in May of next year. Do you guys think that there is any chance of the game being delayed further into 2020 or even 2021? So, yes, Fendi points out the uh, breaking news. I think that happened after Games Daily last week that Marvel Games panel that I'm hosting, Hall H, will be what they said, a, a lengthy demo or the first time that people have seen. It sounds like it's going to be the behind closed door stuff that okay. Tim saw at uh, E3 now at the demo. Uh, but, yeah, Hall H isn't the panel's not being streamed. There's no way to do it. Right. OK, so only for the people there. Right. Got it. And so that started not a hullabaloo, but a, a cause for concern. Right. Of that. I think uh, as somebody else pointed out, I think it was um, Chris Baker uh, on Twitter who we used to work at Marvel. And now I think he works at Zen or is just third party PR. I digress. Chris Baker, who knows his video games, tweeted out the fact that like, yeah, this uh, you could. But like Spider-Man wasn't like, Hall H wasn't streamed last year for Marvel games and Spider-Man turned out fine. Like it's maybe not enough to jump to a conclusion. And I think that similar to what I've talked about last year, where it was, you know, the cyberpunk was behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And then months later, right, we did it on somebody wrote in you're wrong last time. I think it was two months. They put out that demo for everybody. Right. right. You assume that's the same thing here, that it's going to be cool. They need a beat for this Hall H panel. Like what? With all due respect, Hall H is huge. And I've done Marvel games panel mm-hmm. for three or four years now. And last yeah. year was the first time we were in Hall H. And it was because Spider-Man is such a big deal. Yeah. So I'm sure you need a big asset to get uh, into that space. And so, hey, we're going to yeah. reveal the behind closed doors Avengers stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think it's been a couple years now that uh, most of your bigger panels have not been fully streamed. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they'll stream the discussion part, but not any footage shown. And that goes not only for games, but for television shows, for movies, etc. I feel like due to licensing rights and who could be potentially streaming those things, yeah, yeah. The, I mean... Say Twitch has a a partnership to stream stuff at Comic-Con. Let's just say, for example, um, are they then going to deal with the legal ramifications of licensing with Marvel and with HBO and, you know, whoever else is showing stuff? So that's that's normally why I feel like we don't get to see that stuff, not necessarily because the game isn't ready to be shown yet. That being said, I feel like this is not just jumping to conclusions from this news. It's also probably that uh, Marvel Avengers received some mixed reviews after E3. 100%. So I'm sure it's a combination of those two things. I actually got to see it at What'd E3. You think? 
I did not hate it. Yeah. Um, it, now I didn't see it. Tim saw it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I actually thought there were some really interesting things as far as which hero you choose and what that means for the play style. Yeah. Um, and I thought this would be a game that would be fun for Avengers fans. There were things that I was like, oh, that was an interesting choice. Um, and, and there were things that I thought maybe this might be for a younger audience or yeah. that there are certain characters that would be easier to play or a, uh, a less steep learning curve. But overall, I liked the variety in the play styles, and there were things I found to like about it. I know a lot of people felt like the Uncanny Valley yeah, in how looking they at the characters because they don't look like the Marvel Cinematic Universe actors yeah. that we're used to seeing, and they don't sound like those people because they're different people. <laughs> and, you know, as someone that's read comics for years, I'm used to my favorite characters being rebooted and seeing sure. different iterations of them, so it didn't drive me crazy. But I understand that it did drive some people crazy. Yeah. 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 It seems like the most cutting criticism that is, I, and, I, and I'm not even, again, I'm hosting the Marvel Games panel. You can take it with a grain of salt, right? Sure. Not a paid gig for the record. I am getting two, ni- a ho- two nights in a hotel, which is sweet okay. for Comic-Con. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. Uh, and that's just for ethics. I'm not bragging. <laughs> I'm just letting you know where I'm coming from on this. Right? I think it's important to disclose. 100%. Well, yeah. That's the whole channel is authenticity, right? Uh, I had a whole bunch of ticks on me yesterday. I'll talk about that on the Kind of Funny, uh, kind of funny Podcast. Okay. Animals? Yeah. It, not, no, insects, what? not what? animals. <laughs> Anyways, though. <laughs> I think the thing that Tim's takeaway from was more than anything was like, it's not Spider-Man. Spider-Man okay. was this amazing whole you looked at it and you're like holy shit that is Spider-Man and this was yeah. like okay maybe this game could be it'll be fun to play like it doesn't it wasn't like broken people falling through the worlds yada 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 it was just like oh it doesn't seem like it's going to be Spider-Man well and, and but one of the things correct me if I'm wrong here one of the things that resonated with so many people about Spider-Man was how it felt to oh, yeah. swing around oh, yeah. um, and this was not a hands-on demo yeah so who knows yeah, maybe yeah. when we play you'll say oh man I really feel like Iron Man play we don't know yeah, yeah. Um, of course I'm always very optimistic going into games I feel like I'm the opposite of most people that cover video game news <laughs> because I tend to shy away from the critical until I've actually played it. Sure. I feel like it is not my business to shit on everybody else's work before I've actually played it. Sure. Once you've played it, you know, your opinions are your own and you're free to blast those all over the internet. However, I try, I try to be cautiously optimistic. I think you've done a good job in. here even because, I mean, it's, I just feel like you're, what you're talking about is the thing, right? It's it's binary here too, right? Because yeah. it's 280 characters. Either it's the greatest thing ever or it fucking sucks, <laughs> right. right? And you're like, yes. I didn't hate it. Uh, yeah, there's choices right. in this. and well, Like that doesn't, that's not a ringing endorsement, but it still seems like, all right, yeah. seems like I could have fun with that game. Yeah. We'll see. We'll also, see. Ultimate Alliance is out this week, so who cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this Avengers game going to have Wolverine in it? Huh? Kevin? I don't know. Is he? I don't think so. No, okay. Sorry. Let me just say I named my tiny human Logan. So Oh, by coincidence? He, he, no, not by coincidence. <laughs> his, his name is Logan Parker, as a matter of oh fact. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> awesome. Uh we're gonna hear more about that tiny human and we have cool friends coming up next. But right now it's time to squad up. This is for people who write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. They give me their name, username, platform choice, and why they need help in a game. I read it here. The best friends come and find them. Everybody plays games together. Today, Alexis needs help on the PlayStation 4. Uh, Alexis's username is siren underscore x8. Recently started the Division 2 and need a buddy to crush through the missions. My online consistency is variable and my aim isn't the best, <laughs> but I finally have a headset and I can't wait to try and compensate with entertainment. If you want to be entertained by Alexis, go on PlayStation 4 and hit up Siren underscore 8X and play or that there, Division 2. Woo-woo. Get ready for the single player game that may or may not come one day. Uh, Trish, 
Yeah. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screwed up <laughs> so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on the channel. I tonight. love I'll do it. this. I love this hmm. so much. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. Game Jumper X. Uh, I don't think it's a you're wrong, but he gives the information here. The, for hitrecord.org and Ubisoft, the window to submit is small, which helps avoid people working on songs for three months. You can submit work that is already done that fits the themes. Also, the payment process is very open to the community open the community discuss and help decide how much each contributor gets i just joined the hit record community and it's an amazing place i uploaded music tracks and used community members art as cover arts oh interesting so you can go to hitrecord.org slash user slash game jumper x that was a free ad for you game jumper x congratulations <laughs> um ill grill chill writes and it says the statement regarding quote this is a greg you'll get all your pokemon eventually end quote uh, however masuda has stated i'd like to make one thing clear even if a specific pokemon is not available in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, that does not mean it will not appear in future games, end quote. Mm. This has not been clarified. As it reads, no patches will happen to Sword, Sword and Shield, but will rather include a variety of Pokemon over future games. All right. So eventually they're going to get there. Lord of Pwn corrects me. I, when I said it, I knew I said it wrong. The League of Legends music group is called KDA, not DVA. Diva is the character in Overwatch. <laughs> Thank you. When I said it, I was like, I know I'm fucking this up. Il Grill Chill's back again. Il Grill Chill, new on the scene, I want you to know. But cool. killing it with these corrections. Uh, Amazon workers aren't only protesting in Germany. They've, there's also reports of workers in Minnesota and Spain. Additional demonstrations are expected to take place in New York, San Francisco, Shakopee, Portland, Amazon's home base in Seattle. Yeah, I thought, I thought there were definitely things going on in New York, so I was surprised well, to hear you know, that. Look at that blackout the other day. Nobody can keep up with what's going on in New York. <laughs> Poor New York. Mm. Yeah, big blackout big in New blackout, York City. Yeah. Um, and then... I feel like you got it. You did it. You nah, it's it. fine. Don't, don't need that, kebabs. No, that's editorializing kebabs. And I won't Kay. have it. I won't have it on my watch. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, each and every week, Dan, a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about in the video game world. You can watch us live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com. Listen on podcast services around the globe. Hosting this week goes like this. Tomorrow, it's me and Jacob Decker from GameSpot. Mm. Wednesday, it's me and Gary Witta. Thursday, Andrea and Fran. That's right, Andrea dodging me. The quitter. Andrea the quitter Renee. You know what I mean? God forbid her husband get a great job and opportunity (laughs) and she wants to go to the land of opportunity for hosting LA. You know what I mean? move closer to me and hang out. Friday, Fran and Andrea again. Uh, Thursday and Friday, of course. Uh, I'm at Comic-Con. Tim's at Comic-Con. I think Nick's at Comic-Con too. What's Nick doing? Nobody knows. Why is he going? Hanging out. He's doing a comedy show, he says? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's oh, no, I know he's doing... I was joking around about it. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, he's doing a stand-up, I think, yeah. He'll eventually tweet about it. He's probably going to spend all the next three days making an Instagram <laughs> ad for it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, I do. I do. I know him. Uh, Trish, you're about to do We Have Cool Friends. Everybody should, of course, come Yay. check it out. YouTube.com slash kind of funny podcast services. But outside of that, where can people keep up with you? You can find me on all the socials at that girl Trish with no I in the girl. So it's that GRL Trish and uh, on YouTube and Twitch slash Trisha Hershberger. Perfect. You were great today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for getting up so early. This was fun, even though I got up so early. Okay, good. Well, you're going to talk to me for a long time right after this. So coffee, get some water, get some coffee until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.